Hey, what's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Get Close. I'm your co-host, Gio. And I'm Bart. And I've missed this so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I, I think I've say, say this every other podcast where I'm like, this is really the only time you and I really have to sit there and dissect a topic regardless of what we're talking about. Because like, um, anytime we try to do that in real life, we're either too exhausted because now our me time is night time. Yeah. And that's after we've done business, we've done parent, we've done like everything else that like when it's our our time, we probably just want to veg the fuck out and just be in each other's essence. And we're just not even really talking because we're just like, huh. Surprisingly, this podcast is like the first like downtime we've had. Right. In the last like month or two, we have a lot of catching up to do, guys. But it's been like, and then like life has never been this crazy for me. Yeah. Even setting up for this podcast, it was like all these last minute things. And then and finally, yeah, we're here, but even not a hundred percent here. Right. Because Taika is at school. I mean, is at home for a reason. And so we have to keep one of our ears open to make sure. Yeah. yeah. He's on my, he's on my phone right now. So yeah, um, as you guys can see from the title of this video, um, it's been really rough. One of the roughest, I should say. Um, but you we're here. You would say this is your roughest time, like in your whole life, or just recently? Um, I mean, like gut feeling wise, it's one of the roughest months I've ever had in my entire life. Shut up! <laughs> Why was that so long? I was like, shit. Are you serious? But then I was like, shit. Shut up, because you've had a fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. Life's been pretty fucked up. I think it prepared me for it. But wait, huh? So it prepared <laughs> what you, is going on? So it prepared you to handle the fuckery that we're experiencing now? Yeah. What happened? Why'd you give me those eyeballs out no. of the socket eyes? <laughs> Did I? Yeah, I was like, it almost looked like I was gonna like <laughs> You know that there's people that can yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> it freaks you the I know, fuck I was like, out. I was I thought I was like, oh shit, does you have a hidden talent that I didn't know about? I'm trying to no, push him out. I am. Um, I I can't imagine it. Well, okay, maybe we should explain it. Okay, so that, I just feel like I'm just I have like this knot that I'm trying to work around. Why you gotta work around it for? Because I'm just gonna jump right into it, and it seemed like you were setting up the way you set it up. No, I mean uh, for me, I just want to like. I know we've been pretty absent on the podcast too, so as much as we miss this, I think there's people that just miss us and us all being our own little community. Yeah. So I do want to catch people up on everything that has been going on, on why there's this big absence and on why we have a complete new studio change. Um, obviously, we moved, as people know. That's part of it, but there's also other parts of it. So I would say the um, hectic, Where do we begin? The hectic hysteria, <laughs> I think, started for me the last week of September. The last, why was that, what was happening in the last week of September? So up until then, um, all we know is that uh, we sold our house. We made a decent amount of money on it. We're really happy about that. Can't wait to share the strategy that got us there. And if you guys watch, there's like a whole video about how like, we made a million bucks. So we're really happy. Everything seems on the up and up financially, right? Um, we do know slightly on the, on the back burner, um, Taika did get like two seizures since then, like one at school, one in LA. And so that is something that is kind of like simmering in the background. You know, someone forgot to turn off the stove, but it's not hot. It's cool. You know, so it's kind of like that. Um, the last week of September was when we you know, as you guys been following the vlogs, we've been staying in our apartment, right? The, the temporary apartment. Our short term. Yeah. Rental. Which is, I think when we signed up for it, I booked it for three months. But it was only supposed to be for two. It was supposed based to be on for our two. schedule because our schedule was um, we close on the last week. Yeah, of, this house was currently being built. Yes. So they close escrow and then this house would be finished being built. We do our final walkthrough last week of September. We were going to move in first week of October, which is why it was so beautiful because we had that apartment for a whole month. So we can do a slow move in, you know, like. Move yeah, take in, our time. Move in, unpack, yeah, decorate. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of like, like. I'm gonna bring one underwear at a time. Yeah, put like Hershey syrup on our chest and just rub it. Like we yeah. could really, really like seduce ourselves in this. Fuck move. yeah! Like tease move. ourselves a little bit. Like ooh, ooh. I I put I brought in 
Two socks. Ooh. And then just to tease ourselves, we'll bring the two socks back to the other house. <laughs> yeah, because we could. Because we, we can. can. We have the whole month, right? So we're supposed <laughs> to do that. And then we were supposed to, uh, then we're supposed to wrap by uh, November. Then biggest event of the year for our company, Barlow Brigade, Black Friday. We have all of November to work on that. Then when that happens, uh, end of November, uh, beginning of December, we get a puppy. Like there's just, we had like our, the la Q4 looked awesome. Yeah. It was supposed to be a, like a chill out, right? Cause yeah. the whole world celebrates together. So everything shuts down. Like business just slows the fuck down. Like we know it. Everyone knows Q4, your slowest month of the fucking, or the slowest few months of the year. Yeah. So don't even try, like just chill out and spend it with your family. So yeah. we were like, let's fucking get it. Cause this looks good. Yeah. And we were ending, we're ending um the year with adding a new furry family member because that's something we've been wanting so freaking bad but because we've been moving and stuff like that we couldn't you know yeah and so that was what was um on paper on the paper on the plans on the clipboard coach is happy go team break boom we hit the court right yeah. <laughs> and oh boy so we hit the court leading up to the end of september um, I started getting little red flags that we weren't going to close on time. Cause like usually how like escrow works is through all the escrows we've been in, because you have so many forever homes and I know very God experienced damn it. how escrow works is it's usually a three week process and usually all the due diligence, all the hard documents. I need to talk to your CPA. Give me your loans. Like how many car payments do you have? All the, yeah, cause it's a lot of money. So they want to make sure that you're going to be able to pay them back. Cause they're doing the due diligence that you're talking about. Exactly. They ask for all those things usually um up front in the first couple of days even then the underwriters they have time to really dig through the documents and they have their own algorithm as to uh can these owners afford what is going on right and then questions pop up so then you take like the last two weeks so with us being entrepreneurs um well, from what i understand regular w2 people it's like i get it you're a nurse you have one car payment or two boom Done. Done. Yeah, right? it's straightforward. The next three weeks, chilling. For us, it's usually uh, get financial documents. First week is like, whoa, I've never seen this before. You guys have how many companies? And then like almost like week two, they answer all the questions and like, okay, cool. Week, uh, I get it. Week three. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah, but it's not that impossible and it's not that hard. Yeah, so it, exactly. This time, um, you know, they've because they've been building our house for like eight months now. All those documents, I already gave them like way early on, like back yeah. in December. And the house is done at this point. Yeah, December of last year, January, I gave it all to them, right? So they're working on it. So for me, I'm like, oh, all that stuff's over. And yeah, plus, you're done. You did your part. Yeah. Ball's in their court. Yeah, and you got my accountant CP, uh, CC'd it. Uh, the fuck am I saying? <laughs> CC'd on the email. CC'd so on the, yeah, you got my... You could see people yeah, trying you to got talk my, and... You got my CPA CC'd on the E-M-A-I-L. And um, so when they started asking me questions like stuff that I'm used to seeing in week one. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? And what week is this at this point? This is like a week or two before. Okay. Ooh. You know, like, what do you mean you need my like 2020 tax returns that have already sent to you a long time ago? Because what I understand is if they, if they need it, that means they need to still look through, through it, you of know? Of course. So these things are thick and I'm like, what? And then they're asking me for this. What about this? Or what about your, your, your credit cards? Or what about this and they're like hey you know what like um it's been like eight months so like more of your car has gotten paid off and i'm like no shit <laughs> like you do the math you know what my monthly payments are right and i'm yeah, like yeah, i've yeah. never experienced this level of like the mastery the mastery uh amateurity <laughs> um uh idiot idiosity retard getting ridiculousness <laughs> I've never experienced any of this. Like all the things that like usually all, I guess everyone else we work with are pros, but just questions that I'm like, bro, you're the expert. Why are you asking me? Yeah. Started coming up. And then the final straw, I was already like, oh fuck, I don't think we're going to close end of September. But to me, I'm like hopeful, probably just a week later. You know what I mean? These, I've never been in an escrow that doesn't close in three weeks. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Nor have any of my uh, real estate friends ever heard of that. Yep. And in fact, if you do cash buys, like people that just come out like uh, full on a pay for cash for the house, it's like seven days, right? So never been three weeks. Literally the day 
before we're supposed to close. I remember this date vividly, September 27th. They still asked me for like two or three of the documents that are literally the core things of what you need to base affordability Why on. are you trying to piss me off all over again? <laughs> that shit was so annoying. And to top it off, while we're going through that, right? We do our final walkthrough here, which is two days prior to that date that you're talking about. And this house is all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like you do a, a taping tour of like any like uh, imperfections or or anything that was missed or anything that's fucked up. Like you just put tapes on it so that they can fix it before they release this house to you. I kid you not, there must have been like 400 pieces of tape. <laughs> There's stuff that I was like, bro, you telling me you can't see this? Yeah. Like a cabinet where it's like crooked yeah. or like nails are sticking out. Yeah, or I'm like, like, bro, like you don't even need me to come and inspect. It's you need to inspect. Gnarly. I'm it like, I don't even, there's, if, if I was rude, I'd be like, bro, you guys inspect first because I, I don't even need to come in. This is, yeah. this is like, you trying to sell me a car with three tires. Yeah. You know, like this is obvious. Yeah. And then, um, as, as an owner to any type of property you're about to close on, you want to do your due diligence and then hire, uh, inspector. Yeah. So we had our inspector come in two days prior to our final walkthrough. And he's just like, um, I can't even inspect this cause it's not even done. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck is happening? Fine. So we walk into, uh, going, okay, so are we going to close or what with the loan people? And then they're like, we're not going to do it. Yeah. So like miraculously, I don't know how they were able to get the physical structure completed, like at the bare minimum, like, yeah, some hinges are off or whatever, or like some doors are squeaking like crazy. There's nails coming through the carpet. But I guess it's enough to pass the home off to us. So cool. The home is completed. We still have a one year warranty period where they can come in and fix everything. Yeah. And we're they've like, been great this whole point. Yeah. We're like, fuck Time. it. That's cool. Yeah. Then they go, hey, it doesn't look like it's going to close tomorrow. The loan people. Yes. Yes. God. And damn. that's a fucking nightmare, especially for someone like me who has to book flights back and forth to Vegas and LA. Right. Because right, you're still filming JK News at this point. Yeah. I'm still filming JK News. And that's like um, a three day. Um, Actually, a four day because you leave one day to land to get there, get settled. The next three days, back to back to back, you're filming. Yeah, there's that. And um, oh, yeah. I have to make time to come back to film our podcast here. And um, I also, you know, like we were trying to end the year with the bang with barbell stuff. So I still have flights going to a bunch of like powerlifting or fitness yep. based events. Yep. So it's not one of the like if we agreed upon a date, us and the escrow and the builder. Of course. Or like, OK, three way agree. This date, cool, because now I'm going to build my life around it. Absolutely. When they move that date, I'm like, bro, do you know the damage you have caused? That's like, they there's, don't. There's a huge ripple effect, right? They don't even give a fuck. So I know. <laughs> I'm pissed all over again. So they look, hey, we're not going to be able to close. And I'm like, mother fucker, it's been eight months and you're asking me for documents like till the last draw. I'm like, what the fuck? I sent it to you. I sent it to your other coworker. You have my CPA CC'd. Like you can ask him direct, stop putting me in this. I don't even talk finances. And it, I was like, so, okay, cool. Fine. If we have to, cause I'm a, I'm a person that likes to roll with the punches. And as I, I prefer to find a solution than to get angry. That's who I am. So I'm like, all right, give me another date then. Cause then I'll move everything. I have my other business partners. Like I had other like meetings, people flying into town to meet and stuff. And I was like, I'll just restructure everything. And, uh, but I need a solid date. And they're like, we can't even give you a solid date. And I'm like, the fuck does that mean? I'm like, bro, like I can go get a haircut and they'll tell me we'll be done probably 45 minutes. If something crazy happens, I'll be done in like an hour. You know, I'm like, everything has a literally lead time. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Every single thing. I was yeah. like, even the house. Yeah. I was like, what do you think is harder? The, the paperwork you're doing or the house that's being built? Even the house, they told us eight to 12 months. And they met and they met it. Yeah. Like it's fucked up, but it's done. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, what the fuck, bro? And so it gets pushed back week after week after week after week. So all of September's gone. Uh, all of end of September's gone. First half of October's gone. And then, oh, the big, big crunch time thing is, so they base off our finances off of like our- Fiscal years. Our, yeah, our 2020, 2019. Uh, our tax years. Our tax years and 2018. You know, like for regular people, you file taxes in April. For a lot of businesses, you file an extension and you do the taxes in October because you have so much more stuff to compile, right? So now it's getting close to the October 15th date, which is business tax season, mm. because the problem why we don't want to get there is all the finances that, that I've given them have been in underwriting. 
if we go past October 15th, now they're going to require an additional year of tax returns. And what that means is all that underwriting time is nullified and they have to start all over again, which means we probably won't move until fucking January because everyone's out the end of December. So we're like the whole time, me, my accountant, our agent, we're like, we need to fucking contain this motherfucker. Someone needs to do their job so we can finish this shit by um, October 15th beforehand. Least, yeah. And uh, they people working day and night. People started talk, like texting at 11 p.m., 9 p.m. to get this thing going, which is like outside. So I appreciate people really pulling it together. I mean, I don't because I'm like, you fucking did this to yourself. True. <laughs> what the fuck? So um, then finally we got a closing date, right? A closing date um, where we have to come in and sign and we have to send out a check before it was like 2 p.m. Eastern yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 because uh, it, we have to do it via wire because it's so much money you can't unless, yeah, they're not going to accept cash. They're not going to accept cashier's check. They're not going to accept anything other than like a wire transfer. Yeah, because it's verified funds from an institution sent to another institution. Yeah, and then they, since they're on the East Coast, they work off of East Coast time. So yeah, our cut, cutoff out here is two. Because if anything passed that, then it gets sent the next day, which is already late. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? Damn, I love that question. That's how our brains work. So why wouldn't we treat them that way? I love that because we all know after certain miles, we need an oil check or we need to lift up the hood and see what's going on in there. I wish that our like bodies would be like, you know, our hand would like change a color I mean, I guess it does, right? <laughs> when it needs some help. But I wish our brains had like like a little icon or something that goes like, hey, let's check it out. But it doesn't. But we should be viewing it that way. So how we care for our minds affects how we experience life. And that is 100% true. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. And I couldn't agree with that statement more. Like, it's been in, ingrained in us that every year we need to get a physical exam, right? Just to make sure that everything is oiled up and properly working. And, you know, we, we add more years to our life than subtract from them. And I, as far back as I can remember, that's always something that's been like really instilled in us. But why not our brain? Whereas we know through study and studies and science and experiments that our brains can really affect the health of our body, right? You know, it can really affect how, like the statement says, how we view life. So when I heard that better help exists, it made me so happy to know that we have so much access to licensed therapists at our fingertips. Because some of us live in areas where we don't have, you know, the access to the 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 caliber of therapist that we need. Some of us might live in a rural rural area where we can't just get in our cars and leave. Or we might just be, you know, in a place where we don't have the right support. So it's really dope that BetterHelp exists because BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So um, you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't feel comfortable doing that. Uh, it's much more than affordable... It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Um, you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Okay, and for everyone listening right now, we are hooking you guys up with 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash get close. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash get close. What up, guys? This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. If you haven't heard already, it's smooth sack summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're scaped from your pubes to the bum. And ain't that the truth? It's freaking hot as hell out here in Vegas. And when I'm sweating my ass off and all of my sweat goes down to my pubes, like when they're there, it soaks it all up. And then it feels nasty and wet. And then I don't even want to talk about the smell, which is why I shave regularly. So it stays nice and cool down there. And there's not a bunch of hair that collects 
all the sweat and creates a wet spot down there. And the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. Inside this package, you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, which I do use because sometimes I'm getting old and I got the old Asian man hairs popping out. And they got their crop preserver, ball deodorant, pretty much everything that you need to make sure it's nice and fresh down there. And I love the um, and I love the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer because it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. So like I could just go ahead and go in the shower, and I can go rather quickly, and which is why it's so easy to maintain my hygiene. And not to mention, it's also waterproof. So whether you're doing it at the beach, the lake, or in the shower, which is when I do it, it's so easy because you just shave in the shower and all the hair goes right down the drain and it's perfect. It's just part of my routine now. So easy to do, not to mention it also makes it look bigger. And now that I'm getting more lean, everything just looks way more streamlined and I look presentable. Get 20% off your plus free shipping with the code GETCLOSE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code GETCLOSE at manscaped.com. Because they can't fund anything. Yeah. So the date they gave us, I believe you remember it was on a, vividly it was on a Monday. And they're like, okay, we're going to sign this day on a Monday, right? Maybe it was like the 17th or something. Something like that. But it was a Monday. 18, yeah. Uh, it was a Monday. And I remember because... Um, out of all the craziness that we have going on, even with JK, we have to balance people's schedules and people are starting to get more bookings, so I'm really happy for them. But our usual filming goes from Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We have to move it to Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So now I got to text all the JK crew, yo, my fucking bad, but um, the signing that I have to do, it's on a Monday. So what I was going to do was um, actually like fly back from... I was already going to be in L.A. I think shooting barbell stuff. Yeah. I was going to fly. You did fly in. You flew in. So you were already in L.A. to shoot barbell stuff. You flew in because they gave you that date. And um, we said we cannot. Uh, we're not going to go past 11 o'clock. By 11 o'clock, we should be wrapped. Yeah. And then I was going to fly right back right, out to And film get the JK. second half of JK News because it's two halves. So yeah. then it was going to work out perfectly. It is hectic for you, unfortunately, but. You were going to be able to like meet all your to do's. Yeah. So I was going to get a sub for the morning session and I was like, cool. I booked my flights. That's uh, what got locked in. And um, and the day before we got the approval letter, like, yes, you guys got it. We met it. And we were like, oh, was it Friday on Friday? They were like, Friday. yes, everything's been approved. The loan is approved. We're good to go. And literally 30 minutes later, you get another email going, actually, we need to fit. Why? Why has your credit card not pay, been paid off or some shit like that? Like we had like two thousand dollar like they, they show that we owe two thousand dollars on a credit card. Yeah. The email, like, the email, what the fuck? The approval email <laughs> even had a fucking ribbon in it. Yeah. Congrats. The loan's approved. So we're like, OK, cool. We're like, All the crazy, hectic 11 <laughs> p.m. text back and forth call, like getting the whole team on board to close this goddamn escrow. We thought it was good. And then 30 minutes right after, hey, there's still a credit card. Not, and I'm like, what fucking credit card? I'm like, I pay off all my fucking credit cards all the, yeah, the fucking we had zero time. Balance. And it yeah. was like, this one says 30 bucks or something. And I was like, you're going to hold up a million dollar transaction for 30 bucks? I was like, so I looked back. I was like, what is it? What are they talking about? And I looked and it's the same $30 yeah, on every single month. <laughs> it's a utilities payment. It is. It's a phone. Yeah. So I texted him. I'm like, I mean, I emailed them. I'm like. Do it's you guys, as underwriters, do you even read the financial documents? Because if you do, you can tell this is utilities. So depending on what time of the month you look at this credit card, there will be a, a debit or there won't be a debit, depending yeah. on their billing cycle. So it's not, I haven't paid it off. I'm going to get this every single month because I pay this shit on and this it's card. it's on auto pay. And I'm like, are you guys first time fucking financial people or what? Yeah. Anyways, fucking pissed off, right? This is when the second enchilada comes. The fucking second tidal wave. Yes, that's the Saturday. Yes. So, oh, Friday, I'm fucking dealing with this shit. I was like, yay, whoopee. Fucking well, kind of, because we were like, okay, we're kind of going to make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, double double, yes. double high fives. We, we think exhausted. we got it. Then we got the fucking bullshit email that night. We're like, oh, my God. Okay. So, it looks like um, Monday, even though the, the flights are booked, it's still a fucking crapshoot because... Literally 30 minutes after the ribbon email, it's, oh, my God, I still need these things. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I'm like, well, the flight's booked, so I'm fucking coming no matter what. Next day, Saturday, is when 
the biggest tidal wave of my life happens. Um, we were, I think, packing, getting ready, sorting stuff out. It was just a regular beautiful Saturday. Beautiful Saturday. Evening. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I went to go take a nap because I was in the room by myself. Yeah. I went to go take a nap. I was extremely tired. And then I get a text from my mom. And um, to catch you guys up, long story short, because there's a lot of vlogs that don't cover a lot of this stuff, because there's a big window of like a story that happened, is my dad moved in with us because of Geo's smart idea. My dad wanted to live closer to us to be in Vegas and um, to make sure that the markets time out, Geo was like, instead of buying the, the house in Vegas and then waiting for it to be built and then your dad sell his house, which would be around this time. And we've seen the government hike the interest rates a bunch of times. Like your dad's not going to get the most for his house. So what would be smart is if he sold his house at peak market right now. And I think, what was it? Maybe even like March or April when he sold it. Yeah, it was, it was the hottest yeah. time or even before then. Yeah. Uh, but whatever peak time was, he was like, she was like, sell it now, have him move in with us. He's been wanting to live with us for a long time and it would be cool for Taika and, and my dad to yeah, bond a little more. Yeah, it's a win-win everywhere. Yeah, because during COVID, they weren't really hanging out as much, you know, yeah. so like this would be really cool. And I'm like, I was like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's dope. <laughs> so my dad moved in, which is why you guys see me training him. He's in our vlogs. We go eat together. My la my dad lost uh, 30 pounds. It was fucking. Yeah, he was killing like, it. Like a Chinese Santa Claus. And he went down to like Chinese David Beckham. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And that, so that was all cool. And then towards like, I think a few months in, um, maybe three, four months, three, in? four months in living with us, my dad, I think started to see that like, yo, I don't think living here is, um, how I imagined. Cause he'll be like, telling me things like, man, I went to the DMV and no one spoke Chinese. I went to the hospital to get my new hearing aids. No one spoke Chinese. I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like the, the 626 San Gabriel Valley. There's literally only like one or two places in all of America. That's like that. Like you go down Garvey Avenue, bank of America is in Chinese. That's how densely populated uh, Chinese people are over there. Las Vegas is extremely diverse, but you're not going to have like extreme catering that way. Yeah. So I just think his regular daily life, um, what is it called? Like felt very inconvenienced. And so, uh, randomly out of the blue my dad pitches an idea to me he goes hey, i want to talk to you and i'm like sure what is it he goes you know uh i am alone your mom is alone we're divorced we only have you what if i go and talk to mom and i was like talk to mom about what yeah i was like <laughs> um like rekindle and he goes yeah whoa and i'm like Okay, um, mom literally like texts me like every week. I can tell you right now that you have not been on her mind for 30 years. <laughs> you know, I'm like, most of the stuff that's on my mom's mind is either Buddhism or her parents. Like, that's all she really cares about. And then me. And um, she goes, and he was like, no, but I, want, I really want to try. You know, we're both old. We can like kind of lean on each other. Uh, like whatever needs that she wants, I could be there for her. I'm like, I guess, I guess so. So the, I remember the, and then who are you to prevent him from what he wants to do? Right? Exactly. He's so, an adult. so for me, me basing my life math, like how I'm able to like have court vision and see what's going on to me, I was like 90% is going to be a failure. So the night before, uh, I remember the night before we we're supposed to leave our current house to go into our short term rental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told my dad, I was like, Hey dad, I, I've been thinking about what you told me. And these are my final thoughts. I was like, do I think um, you wanting to go talk to mom is crazy? Yes. And I was like, do I think it's going to be successful? I'm like, based off all the people that I've dealt with in the last 10 years of business, I've rubbed shoulders with all kinds of walks of life. And I think I understand people pretty well now. I don't even think you and mom should have gotten married to begin with because your personalities are so different. Like you guys are not compatible. I understand during those times, you probably have societal pressures. Both of you guys are aging. You have to get married, have to have a kid. So I get that. So I don't put any blame on you. But to be honest, I don't think I should have been born. So I don't think the success rate is high. Take it back. Why? Because it's cuny. Oh, that's cuny. And, so and so I told them, I was like, but, and here's a huge but. Everyone I've ever told that I wanted to do JK told me I was going to fail too. So I understand where you're coming from. 
if you have big dreams, I was like, as your son, I support whatever dream you want. That's so cute. Yeah, I, was like, I got your back. But in terms of like reality, I want you to have good expectations. I don't want it to fail and then you go, oh my God, I can't, can't believe it didn't work. I'm like, you should go into it knowing it's not going to work, but you're going to believe in your heart and whatever happens is going to happen. And he goes, okay, I appreciate that. I was like, because that's how I felt with JK. Like the world was against me, even you and mom, but I still did it. And look, look where we are today. You know? So I was like, so I, I support you. And if you need anything, let me know. So the next day when we moved into our apartment, apartment or short term rental, that's when we parted ways. My dad's like, okay, um, I'm going to go over to your mom's. So he's been at my mom's, um, at this point now, maybe a month and a half, almost two. Yeah. But day one, um, they started fighting. <laughs> Obviously, my dad will text me, hey, your mom said this to me. And my mom will text me, hey, your dad said this to me. I'm like, oh, I already fucking knew this was going to happen. But I was like, fuck it. You know, they're old. Just whatever. Right. So long story short, they've been living together for two months, not as lovers, more as cohabitants. Um, my mom is a very like strict and by the books, one step at a type type of person. To the point where even when my dad was going to come in, she was like, okay, if you're going to come in, I'm accepting you as my son's father, not as lovers. So don't try any of that freaky shit. And uh, we're going to set, set up a rules of engagement. So if it doesn't go well, your ass is gone. And we'll even get this shit notarized. That's how by the books my mom is. She doesn't like she's, to f fuck around. I love it. She doesn't like to fuck around, you know? Yeah, so at least she's like, I'm going to control all variables. We're both on the same goddamn page. Do you agree to these terms and conditions <laughs> before we enter it? You know, before yeah. like they have a good time and then one thing leads to another and they're fucking, you have another brother. Yeah. We have another brother. <laughs> and then they're like, what the fuck? You know, and they get divorced the second time or some other shit. My mom just want to rule all that out. Two months in they're living. I know they're, um, um, having fights, not the smoothest, but also didn't seem like it was it's not abnormal or the anything. worst yeah. yeah so going back to that saturday where i woke up from a nap i get a text from my mom that says your dad killed himself <gasps> and i was like what the fuck does that mean is this um my mom uses google translate sometimes but sometimes she texts me in chinese or does she exaggerate you know because when you don't have a mastery of the language you sometimes over there's things lost in translation yeah. for so sure. I was like, what is she talking about? So I, I called her immediately. Yeah. I'm like, my mom, like, what do you mean? Dad killed himself. Like, I was like, did he have a stomach ache or did he like eat a hot pepper or some shit like that? You know, like what, what is it is like? It like did he do something or? that would seem like he was going to kill himself? What do you mean by he killed himself? Um, and then she, she picks up, she goes, your dad killed himself. There's police and at, over at my house right now. I have it settled. Um, I just needed to let you know. And then I was like, okay. And then we hung up and no bullshit. I probably just stared at the wall for five minutes. Of course. Cause I didn't know, like, you know, I was taking a nap too. I was like, of course, am I dreaming? it's surreal. What the fuck is this? Like, what the hell's going on? I didn't even know how to process it. Uh, I definitely didn't know how to tell you because that's something you never hear anyone say, right? Like you're even if someone passes away, you don't even know how to say like this person is no longer alive. Like, how do you report that? Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? So I got up, I went to go see you and I'm like, remember, I was like, Hey babe, I need to tell you something. And I was like, Taika, can you please just stay in the living room? Cause I know yeah, how yeah. strong and it is. Taika felt it too. She and felt Taika it, was and like, like, okay, okay. Dad. Usually he's like fucking around. He's like, okay. And he sits down. And I remember I told you, I was like, well, my dad committed suicide. And then you're like, what? I'm like, yeah. And then you're like, you need to go. Yeah, you right were like, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, what the fuck? Um, so you're like, you need to go right now. Yeah, you need to go to your mom. Yeah, so I packed my bags, jumped in the car. Uh, so from Vegas, I started um, plowing my way down to LA. As I was driving, I was like, Oh shit. 
is this one of those antics <laughs> that my mom does? I can't even believe your brain goes there because that's shit that they've done to yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you've heard the story of my mom stealing her own car before, yes, right? Yes, I have. And checking the gas and the mileage yeah. and all of that. So, like, my mom does fucking crazy antics. Um, so, I was just like, wait, is this one of those things where my mom and my dad devised the plan of, like, yo, I wonder if our son would, like, come to our need at the drop of a dime. Like, let's, we should test him, you know? So, I was like, fuck, this better not be that, you know? Because I was like, as you know, I have to still fucking fly back and forth and sign papers and do some. I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's something on the line right now. That's huge. That's been fucking on. That's been like burdening me for a while that I can't wait to fix and be on with it. And um, I was like, fuck, this better not be fucking it. I'm driving about 45 minutes in. I get a phone call. Um, and at this point, I'm ready for anything. I usually don't pick up any numbers I don't rec rec uh, recognize. But I was like, at this point, with that kind of news, I was like, I have to be ready. It was like some sort of 323 number. So it's L.A. Pick up the phone. And they're like, hi, this is detective, yada, yada, yada. Um, I just want to let you know that your father has passed and explain everything that my mom explained to me, um, that she explained to me in Chinese, but now in English police formalities. And I was like, almost like the second um, round of chills went through. And I'm like, fuck, this isn't fake. You know, this isn't a test or whatever. So I was like, okay, thank you. Um, they're like, I'm so sorry for your loss, all that stuff. I'm like, cool. I drive, go back to um, LA. Go back to LA, and I arrive at my mom's house. And even when I arrive there, it, like, it just it freaks me out because I see my dad's car, but I know what has happened. You know, so it's just a lot of like, you know, when like when you see things visually, it hits you harder. Yeah. In my mind, it's like I know that this has happened. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm seeing shit. You know, and then um. I go in and I, uh, I see my mom and my mom looks fucked up. Like she's been crying or like just literally witnessed the worst thing in the world. Um, I just give her a hug. I'm like, I'm here. Anything you need, you're okay. And she's like, thank you so much. And, um, I go inside, I look and the room that my dad was staying in, you see all his stuff, but it's empty. And, um, it just feels like so eerie because at that moment I'm still processing stuff. And it was like, I had to like leave my wife and kid who I already don't see as much because I fly back and forth so much. And then I'm dealing with the house thing. And then now my dad passes. So it almost seems like nothing in this world really matters besides family. So I don't give a fuck about anything, but at the same time it also does matter because um, like your house and your finances and livelihood dictates how you spend the rest of your life. So it was just like pulled in a billion directions, but I was there for my mom. So that's all I cared about. And so, um, that night, um, I know like my mom's very spiritual, so she'll get scared and stuff like that. Um, especially since my dad committed suicide in her house. So I slept next to my mom, um, in the bed. And just trying to like, we're just talking and like, try to like make sense of anything, help her. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just questions, you know, there's no, no note, no last text message, no, no, nothing, no like manifesto. Yeah. And then the way your dad has always operated ever since I've entered the picture, he's a very put together person. Like he thinks five, 10 years ahead. Um, and he's always just has everything prepared so that no one ever has to deal with any of his shit. Like, um, he already had his, like, what is it? His tombstone or whatever since like 20 freaking, no, not 20, like 1998 or something like that. Yeah. Like he's had it forever because he goes, well, this is your dad's just a very logical person. Yeah. He's very logical and he's very like anticipatory, I should say. Like, yeah. like he went to Kirkland and he bought or Costco and he bought eight pairs of Kirkland shoes and he calculated yeah. these are the amount of shoes I need for the rest of my life. Even with like the property, um, the, the new property in Vegas that he was going to stay at. He was like, I know this is how much, you know, utilities should cost. Like I already have my lump sum of, of money just so that like, he just did all the calculations already. Like he just knows exactly the routine of life he's going to be living. And he just calculated all, all of that. And he goes, Hey, I know I'm also going to get old. So here's this amount of money so that, you know, I can cover hospital bills or whatever. And I'm like, who thinks that way? That's yeah. He even gnarly. thinks like after this car, um, I'm probably gonna outlast this car. I probably still need one more car. So he has money saved 
for another car because I'm probably yeah. going to drive one more car before I die. Yeah. So I think because of all of that planning, it was also hard to pick up on any type of, of, of signals of, of cries for help or anything. Yeah. Because also in all of that planning, all of that planning ends at like 80, 90, you know, like he took his life at like 70 something. That was so abrupt because all the planning we've ever talked about the last decade or two has been okay. Like I, this is how many sh- these shoes I need to wear until I'm like 85. Um, I'll probably drive a car until I'm 90 years old or I'm 90. Then if I really need help, can you put me in an old person's home? Like everything is that far ahead of planning, you know, and he's like 70 something right now or was 70 something. Um, so yeah, so I'm just like, so you're there over the weekend. Trying to We're console- still in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Trying to console my mom. Still dealing with the, luckily it have. I guess the, the lucky thing is that the loan people can't really say shit over the weekend or are, or are you still talking to them via texting? We are because they're working, oh over, they're over, God. they're working around the clock to make that date work. Yeah. Cause I don't think they want it to be dragged on that long either. Yeah. They probably hate us. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> sure their managers hate them. They're like, what the fuck? You guys had like eight months to do it and you guys are yeah. still working on this shit. I, I should, hope so. We should be on to the next project. Yeah. You know? So I think everyone just hates it all around. So yeah, dealing with my mom, um, you know, I'm not very like Buddhist or anything, but any type of Buddhist ritual, I'm just there to support her. Um, cause I think my mom has a very like, and rightfully so, but a very, why me uh mindset for that moment a hundred percent she should because from her perspective it's like okay i have a very peaceful life right now all i have to do is worry about myself i get to do my buddhist thing i get to see my son whenever he comes into town or if i want to go see him she has full freedom she has financial freedom 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 of time freedom of travel she's a hundred percent free yeah she's financially set like we give her monthly allowance um, and she has a rental property, like so finance, multiple, yeah. yeah, finance, retirement, allowance, all that set. Like she's like living her best life. And then so for my dad to randomly approach her, she didn't have to. And she was like, well, fine. Like you're my you are the person I created life with. Fine. Like, let's let's try this out for the sake of that. And then now you commit suicide in my house. Like, what the fuck? So, um, her whole world is rocking up. Yeah. She's like, do I keep this place? Yeah. Like everything I plan for is all wrecked yeah, now, at this moment. Yeah, at now least. her house is tainted has weird feelings. And if, especially if you're spiritual, all you could think about is like ghosts of people, especially because of the way your dad passed, right? Like it's, it's not like a, I, he passed in his sleep. Cause that's some, a different type of energy to deal yeah, with, yeah. you know, but it's like when you're taking your own life. That's that's a huge energy of like sadness and loneliness and just this heavy, heavy darkness, you know. So I think even if he had passed naturally, I I, I feel like your mom would have had it. Just she would just have a different feeling. Yeah, because she's like, it. oh, that's that's what is, this life, is life is. Yeah, this is yeah. Life. Like she might even feel enlightened a bit to be like, whoa, like I was, you know, maybe I helped or facilitated some sort of peace. Yeah, but this is like self sabotage. Yeah. And so it also makes like everything, every single conversation my mom and my dad have in the morning that much more eerie now because now everything uh, lends itself to double meaning. Yeah. Like, for example, um, my in the morning, like my mom had to go get her car picked up from the the shop in the morning, day of day of in the morning. And then my mom was like, hey, like, oh, by the way, I was supposed to I was actually supposed to go to L.A. to even grab dinner with my mom and my dad the day after on Sunday, actually. So because of that, um, my mom, I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy food. So we'll have a bunch of food at home because my mom eats vegetarian food and she knows I have a favorite vegetarian spot. So she was going to go buy vegetarian food so that we can all eat vegetarian food Sunday, the next day. And then my mom told my dad, I'm going to go get it. And then my dad's like, "Um, no, you go. I'll be here waiting for you. And so like... under normal circumstances, you just hear like, oh, okay, cool. Of course. Yeah. Like but now when you hear shit like that, now when you think back to it, you're like, was he planning? She was it? the first person to find him. Yeah. Like was, right. is this, was she planning Ugh. or was he planning it? What is that supposed to mean? So there's so many like uh trade off in conversation that have double meaning now. And so my mom of course is like, what the fuck? Like, why didn't you tell me you could have told me you could have asked for help or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, uh, no help. And even for me coming down, I was like, um, I'm, we were going to eat tomorrow. 
why did you do it today? Like you knew, you knew it's been in our calendar. We've been talking. We're going to have like our first mom, dad, son dinner. And, um, that's what he's wanted for years. Yeah. And then we're going to like work it out. Like, why did you do it today when this was going to happen tomorrow? So even I have questions, you know, or shit ton of questions. But I think for me, I was there more for my mom. So I was just trying to like, you know, help ease her and all that stuff. And then obviously after that, it's my due diligence now because I'm next of kin. So I have to tell the people he's closest with, which is his older sister, his brother. Um, those are the two main people that he's close with. And my dad is a, like you said, very logical person. So even me going through his phone, most of the people I don't even recognize because I think he technically only have strangers numbers. Anyone that he really needs to know is in here. Mm. So, um, yeah, I actually had to like look around to find like the, his brother and sister's yeah. numbers. And I felt bad for you because <clears throat> just the whole situation, right? Like how, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> like how do you explain um, a couple that's been divorced for 30 years, right? And then now they, they're cohabitating for a couple months and then he passes. It's like, I, I was just really scared that they were going to start putting any type of blame or hatred, you know, through you towards your mom. You know, and I'm just like, how is someone going to take that? I just didn't know what the relationships were going to be or were like that. I just I really I really ached for you because you're just this like innocent bystander, you know, like you're just the most innocent person in this entire storyline that I'm like, fuck, how are you? <laughs> you know, and I think yeah. you were just you're I guess lucky for me and you. You're super logical that you were able to sort through shit rather quickly. You know, but I was just like, I just felt like you were carrying a lot of the weight because it's like there was just so many different sides that you were trying to like uphold. Yeah, for me, um, obviously, I'm very like sad because he's my dad. I lost my pops. So regardless of how that happens, I'll be sad. The other side is um, I'm a firm believer that we are only our choices, right? Whether you're rich or whether you're poor or whatever your background, where you come from, walk of life you come from, um, you are your character and your character is determined by your choices. So if that's how he wanted to go, um, if that's how he wanted to go, then that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. And I you, just have to be, I guess, the best son that I can be. Yeah. And kind of like deal with the aftermath and sort all that stuff out. Right. You know? So while all of that is happening, um, you, you're still talking to the loan people. Sunday rolls around. They give us the date. Hey, Monday, we're going to close for sure. Maybe, they said. Remember? Uh, no, they said for sure. And they, and we were like, our realtor got really, um, like, uh, she got really on top of it and was like, okay, when's the absolute latest that we can sign? So she got that time. She goes, okay, what's the earliest that you guys can take a signing? And that's when they were like, 11. Yeah. So like by 11, we should have everything in our office. So that's it. We were like, fuck it. We're going to be there at like 1030 sitting at the parking lot. Yeah. So um, after spending two days with my mom, flew right back in to Vegas <clears throat> to fix all that. As we're sitting there, that's when more shit started to unfold to seem like it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Because 11 rolled around. No papers no. to sign. And then because they said there was 11 and then like 1130. 12, 12, 12, 30, and then we're on the phone constantly. They're like, no, we don't have updates. It's an underwriting. And I, it, it almost seems like up underwriting is like the secret room of people that no one could talk to. I'm like, well, what do the underwriters say? How yeah. long do they think they need? No answer. Right. And it wasn't until what, like, oh, and then it's okay. The final, 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 final time you have to wire the money. Cause this is what they're even saying. They're like, you know what? Here's, here's another strategy. What we can do is this is the money that you need for the down payment of the house wire over. So at least they receive it. And then if you paid, technically you, you did pay and then now it'll close escrow. And if there's anything over, they'll send it back to you do that. And then so, okay, cool. Tell us what is the bulk amount. They won't even do that, but we just been harping on that two o'clock. We have to send some money over and then boom. I remember two. watch out. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> it didn't register. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Did I tell you guys it's a rough month or what? <laughs> shit. Don't worry, my head's all right. 
<laughs> You're like, don't worry, I wasn't. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, um, two o'clock rolls around, and we're like, it's almost like you know that part in the movie. Yeah. We're waiting for it's like, like Batman to come, and then it goes over, and we're like, fuck. Not only did my pops just passed away, but I guess we lost our house, or we're not moving in for uh, a few more months. And um, the rest of the year, how we had it planned is completely fucked. And um, then what happened? I, I remember. So uh, it was two o'clock, but we know like the, the ladies at the office for us to do the final closing, the signing and all that. She was the only one giving us updates at that yeah. point. Because I think everyone was just shitting bricks that we had been talking to the entire time. And we were just barking at them at this point. Like our realtor was barking at them. Probably their manager was barking at them. I was barking at them. You were barking. So a bunch of fucking barking was happening that they were probably going. So they were not giving us any updates. The ladies in the uh, the office were coming out every, you know, every update that they got. Just to let you know, this is happening. This is happening. So even though it was past two o'clock, we were still getting hope with every time she came out, you know. So so she just kept saying, like, wait a minute. It looks like it might, you know, I don't want to, you know, put your hopes up because anything can happen at this point. But we're still pushing it forward. So we were like, all right, fuck it. Um, we just sat there and it wasn't until like five o'clock that the wire made it miraculously. She's like, I have never seen this in the history of time. The wire made it. Um, our loan got funded. Cause we ended up sending it at two or two fifteen, or what was it? Um, we didn't even need to send it. We didn't even need to do any of that stuff. We did it. I don't think so. Fuck. I forgot. Same. But or maybe we did and it, and it actually went through or some shit. I can't remember, but no, we have to send the wire. Fine. Then the wire made it. Um, and it got funded that same day, which she was also like, I can't even believe this is happening. She goes, that's it. Oh, the that's the is- thing because you have to send the wire before two for it to get funded the same day. Any wire sent after it gets funded the next day. But if it gets funded the next day, then that's that when we got to start. That the means they have over. to open a hu- another year of tax returns. And then I think for us, something came in at like two fifteen. We're like, okay, send the wire. Boom. We sent the wire. And she's yeah. like, We'll see what happens in the, I don't know, 20 years I've been doing this. Yeah. It has never been funded the same day. Yeah. But boom, hallelujah, fucking crazy miracle happened. It did get funded. It get fu- it got funded. And we were there till five o'clock and it was so anticlimactic. Like our realtor was there, bless her soul, the entire time. And we were just starving and frustrated. Oh, and, and I had to delay my flight three times. Three times. I was supposed to come back at like a certain time. I think like one or something to shoot. Yeah, the JK Careful Boys were calling you like, hey, are you just messing with us? Yeah, like, they what's thought going I was on? pranking them. They didn't even know that my pops yeah, passed away wanna, yet. You didn't want to tell them. I don't want to ruin the vibes for them because yeah. I know like, you know, JK is all about having a they fun, fun filming. time. They're filming. I don't want to like crush them with some crazy ass news. Yeah. So I just kept delaying the flight. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not. It's not a prank. I'm just dealing with a lot right now. And then um, uh, finally, I was able to fly back in. Yeah. At night, which after I... You left that same day? Yeah, I pushed the flight uh, like to like 7 or something like that. Oh, right. Because I know I have to film the next day still. Oh, my God. Because I couldn't God. make it on Monday. I know I have to film on the next day. Yeah. Um, because they were, if, like, they were like, you can get your keys now. And we were like, okay, everything's been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about this house building process has been fucked. And I understand that right now the work force is super slim and there's shortages everywhere and there's supply chain issues and so it's causing a lot of like hiccups in every single industry i understand it so as soon as she says you're free to get your keys i'm like i don't give a fuck i'm gonna go right now and get my fucking house keys to know that it's my house and no one else's house and and then I, so i came to pick up my my keys and as i was i was getting my keys you were headed to the airport yeah so i was heading to the airport so i didn't, <sighs> I didn't even get the keys i was like mama's gonna get the keys I we didn't do over. the opening it together going, we're home. Nothing. Yeah, that's why it wasn't anticlimactic. But I was like, at this point, I don't, I can't um, afford the uh, the luxuries of things. I just got to get shit done. Flew back. Did the next two days of JK News. Um, we had some tough ones, some suicide-based news, some death news. And I just had to swallow it and try to be as professional as I can and not let it spill into the workplace. And then afterwards, I broke the news to all the dudes and, you know, everyone's super comforting. And they're like, yo, let me know if you need anything. Uh, now that I think about it, when we moved, I should have probably asked them for help because they did say they were going to help. Anything, with anything. Yeah, we, we fucked up. But we ended up uh, moving on our own. <laughs> um, but yeah, like everyone was, you know, super, super 
um, understanding, understanding and supportive and, and everyone was so kind and, uh, you know, people were constantly checking in on you and um, um, people like, I think even Mike came down, like it was just, it was a beautiful thing to see your group come together for you like that. Yeah. So because of that, um, and from that point until now, we're slightly back on track now. Like our house is still in boxes and shambles because we moved way past the time that we're supposed to. Oh, by the way, I had to, like we have all these vendors and stuff that I have to keep postponing, like oh, uh, right. like mirror people, the gym assembly, and everyone they need to do their job. And our, so our, they'll hit me up. They're like, "Yo, when can I bring in the mirror? I have to yeah. bring in the mirror." And they charge. And then you. one of them was my. Well, you know what? One of the mirrors broke at the warehouse, so it's just like. When my shit is fucked, I have to give that info to other people. Yeah. And then so I'm feeling pressure from both sides. The gym assembly people, hey, if you if you can't do this date, the next time is like two weeks down the line. So I'm like managing and juggling all of this um, while my pops passed. So it's just dealing with a lot. Um, but we're slightly a little bit on track now um, until we heard about Taika's school. Yeah. So as you guys know, Tyke has been dealing with um, a lot of uh, like seizure issues. We're trying to see what the hell is going on. You know, he's currently taking medication um, while the medication, you know, is is we don't know what the medication's doing, because even though he's on the highest dosage of this medication, he's still getting his seizures. He's still got one. Yeah. Yeah. He still got one. The most recent one being Halloween morning, what seemed to me to be literally out of nowhere. Um, so because of this medication that he's, he's been taking now for about like four or five months now, you know, there are side effects to every single medication that you ever take. Yeah, some of them cause drowsiness, drowsiness. Some of them may, you know, they tell you don't operate any big machinery on because every single medication you take will have a side effect. Um, unfortunately for Tyka's medication has, you know, the side effects are aggression, irritability, um, extreme mood swings. Yeah. Mood swings and unfortunate to impulse control yeah uh, to taika um he's only five like you know we understand as adults when something's off and we're like oh shit something's off kilter here like yeah i need to get off this shit it's making me think either suicidal thoughts or it's making you you know feel no emotion like we can gauge what's what's abnormal yeah if you're an adult and like let's say you smoke weed you have the self-awareness to go oh i'm high yeah 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 kids are just high and they're just doing things. But then when the repercussions come, they go, yeah. wait, what happened? Yeah. So that's unfortunately what's been happening at Taika to Taika at school is he the irritability is coming in, the aggression, the mood swings. And and I feel for him so hard because he doesn't even know that he's doing it to the point now where I just last night I was reading him a book about kindness because, um, you know, we're still trying to be parents and, and steer him in the right direction. And teachers are trying to be teachers and teach and steer and coach so everyone is kind of coming down not hard but everyone is just coming down on taika a lot about the same thing like mm -hmm. hey don't push people why are you crying all of a sudden like hey don't have a tantrum like and yeah these do sound like actual kid behaviors but i think the frequency and and the intensity that he's he's experiencing all these things are just not normal um so because of that his school now just I mean, we're still dealing with this at the moment, but his school's like, hey, I don't, because it's a little private school. They don't have very many resources, but they're also like, hey, um, we don't think that this is a good school for Taika anymore. And we're like, wait, are you kicking him out? And they're like, well, no, we, we're not kicking him out, but you know, we also feel guilty taking your guys' tuition money um, when we know that we, like, we just feel he's so stressed here. But to me, that's, we're not kicking him out, but we're kicking him out. Basically. Yeah. You know, um, like we're not kicking him out on the traditional, like either he's failing or like he got into a ton of fights. Like yeah. not, none of the traditional ones. Yeah. It's just more like this guy is, Un does not fit yeah. this place. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's been the new kind of thing that we've been dealing with. Um, in addition to everything else that's kind of been going on. So yeah, now we got to like explore either homeschooling, or, but one uh, thing for sure is I'm taking that kid off medication. Yeah. Or finding another school. Yeah. Find just, yeah. Finding a, a different learning environment, regardless of what the ingredients are. But one of the main ones we're taking out is the medicine because we yeah. want the old Taika back. Cause, um, it, it sucks when you're like, 
when you have to take a medication and it brings a side out of you. And then so people are responding to this side, but that's not even who you are. Yeah. But then but the self-esteem it hits doesn't hit the medicine self-esteem. It hits your real self-esteem. Like every single time he gets in trouble, like, oh, like, why did you just run over there? Why did you just blurt this out? Why did you just push a kid? Um, like he's doing it from the medicine because he has no impulse control. I mean, he's also a kid, right? Yeah. And then, but when the teacher or parent is chastising you, you're taking that in, in real life. So now like we can see like him going, like almost lose a little bit of confidence, uh, down on himself. Like he can't do anything right. And that's the last thing we want when building up, uh, when we want to build a, a bright, confident yeah. little dude, you know? <sighs> yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what we've been, that's what's <laughs> been going on the last couple of months. I was trying to tell, like, I was trying to tell you, right? Like I always try to look for the lesson in every situation. I always try to stay positive and I'm always like, I think we've been overdue. <laughs> You know where I'm like overdue on what like challenges like this. Like we've had a pretty easy life. Yeah. Our life's so been like, awesome. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. It's our time to get challenged. Bring it on, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I was saying this in a vlog too. And I'm like, fuck it. Life tries to throw a wrench in your system. Fucking bring it on. I'm like, but not too hard. Like take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about like, what are some lessons I learned? <laughs> um, I think some of the lessons I learned is um, family is important, you know? And uh, I think like when something bad happens, like your family, like with my dad, your family is like whatever you need, you know, my friends yeah. are like whatever you need. Um. And taking care of our family is like the most important. And also like no matter what plan or how think to the books, your plan is anything could happen instantly. So be flexible. And, um, I mean, all of this stuff that we've been going through, Tyka knows nothing about, he doesn't know anything about escrow or right now he thinks grandpa's on vacation because we don't even know how to break it to him just I yet. Know. How do you, yeah. You know? I mean, it's easier if they was like, he passed away. That, I mean, we that can may, literally, that's normal. We but, can say that. But when you say the other one, you're like, yeah, we probably won't. What does tell that, that mean? You know, for a long time. Yeah, I'm like, he that's not, not even, need to that's know not, that. that's like rated R. That's not even age appropriate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I'm really grateful to have you as my partner in my life. And as much, um, stuff as Taika has been going through to me, he's still the cuniest guy in the whole universe. And I love snuggling with him every single morning seeing him in his pajamas and his tight pajamas <laughs> and uh those two are like the most important things in my life everything else profession where we live how we live all yeah. that stuff can change as long as we all have each other and uh i think that's the most important thing just be cute i don't even know if i could talk right now i'm all choked up and shit What's in a, you don't think a, it's weird that you're choked up and your titties about to pop out? Is it? I mean, I, it? I would like it too. Oh. <laughs> What's an important lesson I've learned through this? <clears throat> Obviously, the family one. It's really cool to see who has your back with nothing to gain. So that's been really dope. Um, like seeing my family just kind of band together for your family has been really cool. Um. <sighs> Honestly, right now, I think because it's on the surface and just in the forefront of our mind is um, we have to 100% dictate what we want for Taika. You know, I think in the beginning, I was like, well, doctors are doctors. They know what they're doing, you know, but every doctor is different. Every doctor has um, their specialty, um, you know, the amount of, of information that they keep up with. There's shitty doctors with. as well as just good doctors. Yeah. In like every his, profession. Like his current neurologist, I think is an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm 100% going to get him off medication and heal him through like food and stuff. Speaking of the monster. Hey, mister. Want a snack? The snacks are coming, dude. We'll get you a little snacky snack. Kind of perfect timing because we were just talking about you, monkey. Okay. I'll call you. We're almost done in 
five minutes. But I'm gonna snap the oh, I gotta see what happened. Yeah, they'll be coming. But okay. But yeah, that was that was my lesson of just taking control of everything and um just knowing that you need to do your research, you need to know what you want and um I've even had other moms in my circle that are like doctors have called her like a bad mother. And she was like, I'm trusting my gut. I'm going to go with it and she was able to heal like her kid with it you know yeah so yeah that's that's been one of the biggest lessons i've currently learned yeah Woo. well i'm glad we're able to catch people finally up in yeah case people have been wondering where the podcasts have been and, and our vlogs and just it's been the wildest couple of months yeah. like i've never dealt with anything this crazy even when my dad passed you know because i feel like those are things that I still are still within my control, even though it was unexpected. And it's just one of the first real big deaths I've had in my family. Yeah. That I was like, okay, fine. Like, I, it just it was a beginning and an end. Like I understood it and, and I can move on. But this one is just one thing on top of the other, on top of the other, on top of the other. And it's literally things I can't control. And I'm not even a control freak by any means. But I'm just saying, like, um. If I knew that I had a hand in the negative outcome, then um, I'm not going to be sad because I'm going to be like, duh, it's my fault. But with all of these things that have happened, I'm like, we've done our best. We did our job. And 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 it's turning out in a different way. And I think that's the part where it's like, holy fuck, it's been hard. It has been. Yeah. But we're here. For sure. And, and I'm good. grateful. But God damn. Yeah. We could use a break. It would be nice to have a break. I mean, tomorrow we're getting a little... I can't say it out loud because Taika's right next door. But tomorrow we're going to pick up a new dog. So that's going to be really dope. Yeah. Watch it, like, destroy everything. I ever, know. Like, it bites through the wires and shit. And we're like, fuck. I can't imagine that happening. Dogs are perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anything else you want to say? No, I'm really happy we're able to share this moment and really check in with each other a little bit more. It's been rough. Yeah. But I love you. I love you. Okay, I don't want to cry anymore. You end it. You, you, you do it. Well, that's it. Thank you guys for uh, sticking around like always. And we try to keep it real as 100 as we can. Um, sorry we've been a little bit absent here and there. We've been trying to keep all of the things we have going on afloat as much as possible. And that's kind of like one of the, the cons of spreading yourself too thin. Where if something drastic like this happens... Um, some of the things that you're doing ends up falling down, but I think uh, we're, we're on track to putting stuff back in place and we'll be stronger than ever next year. Hell yeah.